Hello, everyone, and welcome to the League of Learning Wild Earth podcast. Here, we are looking to help Wild Earth players new and old to improve their game by creating a library of important information that is easily accessible for anyone who wants to up their skill. You can follow us in our Discord, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Links to all of these can be found using our link tree available in the podcast description. If you'd like to support us monetarily, you can reach out to Hispanic Link in Discord, or you can check out our Patreon via our link tree. Anyways, everybody, welcome to episode 11 of the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. I'm your host, Hispanic Link. Sound off. Who we got in today? Who's in the office? Uh, the artist formerly known as Kanan, uh, now known as Chunko. Chunko. Welcome, Chunko Pop. <laughs> I officially changed my name to Chunko. For the betterment of the whole world. Yeah. I mean, I feel better. What a glorious day, really. It, it, what a glorious day for Chunko and therefore the world. Yeah, the sun's a little bit brighter. <laughs> the world's a little bit more full of cheese dust. Ooh, chunko dust. Anyway, um, don't don't sound so disgusted. Who else we got here today? The most important host, Emily, is here. I'm Emily. And then the second most important host, D Cleave, is here. Okay, so we have Emily, we have D Cleave, we have Chunko, and we have Hispanic Link, and that's it. It's just the four of us. The OG crew is back together again. We did it. Any Anybody have any exciting updates on their playtime recently? I have an exciting update on my potential playtime. Uh, we're going to be talking about this new patch, uh, but it's pretty cool and makes me want to play a lot more. So There's a lot of cool things about this patch, yes. especially with what I've been able to play with so far, and they haven't even fully released the patch yet. What do you mean? Because like, there's still champions to come out, or...? There's still champions to come out, and I feel like there was something... Like, they're, they're still in the middle of it currently. Like, rank reset hasn't happened yet, so... Oh, sure, sure, sure. Gotcha. I guess I'd consider the, the season separate from the patch. Because, like, the patch is done, <laughs> right? Minus the champions. Yes, minus the new champions. I guess there's the new Q coming out, too, which we'll also talk about. That's true. That hasn't quite released quite yet. So, uh, the, the changes that I do see and have been able to experience so far are all fucking awesome. Yeah. Big fan. Uh, so I'm probably going to be playing a lot of more, a lot more in the coming weeks. Awesome. I'm really glad to hear it. So, okay. Anybody else? I don't have anything. I didn't really play. I didn't really play much this week again. I was mostly just a ramming a couple of times. Uh, I posted in the discord. I, I did get to play a, Russian and ARAM, which I don't get to do for very often. Well, ooh, how'd that go? What was it? Uh, I did really well. <laughs> I was 10, 8, and 34, and we lost that game. Hey, yikes. 10, 8, and 34. 
Yeah, I was building support too. I was even. I, most people will build like AD Thresh on Aram, but I built like how I normally would in a normal game, and that's what happened, and we lost. Can I get a Nufa Dufa? What's your build on Thresh? In Aram, at least it's like Locket, Warmogs. Uh, what did I build? So tanky Thresh. Yeah, it's tanky Thresh. Nice. Do you build Deadmans in Big League? No. Because in Wild Rift, at least, for Thresh, the most popular build currently that I see often is a speed-based build. It's like speed and armor. Get Thresh going around the map. Well, you can build Moby Boots on that in Big League if you, if you want to do that. The biggest difference <clears throat> between building champions like Thresh and Wild Rift and PC League is that there are no... Like, and I guess we're kind of talking about this last week, uh, but there are no dedicated support items like there are in PC League. Uh, so you're kind of forced to build items like Deadman's Plate because <laughs> there are no other items to build. Mm. So I don't think Deadman's Plate is built on Thresh in Wild Rift because it's good on Thresh. It's because there are literally no other, no other options. options yeah. <laughs> so in, in Big League, there are items like like Locket of the Iron of Solari and uh, Zeke's, uh, Zeke's Convergence, Knight's Vow, items like this that give either auras to teammates that are around you or you can designate an ally to give them some kind of bonus or some kind of effect while you're near them. These are the type of items that you typically build. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, some of those exist in, in Wild Rift too. Uh, they just don't build out of support items, and they're very expensive. So, Sure. I mean, these, are, these don't build out of support items anymore either. Like, there's... Um, the only support item now are just the, the starter ones that turn into sight stones, and then everything else it just builds out of normal, like, ruby crystals and stuff like that. <clears throat> Do those items provide like passive uh, gold generation or anything still? Or uh, the the starter items do the ones that turn into um that turn into side stones. Those pr- produce gold. The other items don't. Yeah. So they like I said they talked about it last week, but the passive gold generation just makes it tough to build, you know, chunky items. So also locket is in Wild Rift, but it's a boot enchantment instead of an, a separate item, which is kind of cool. I was going to say Seek's Convergence is actually in Wild Drift, but I do agree that a lot of those other items you said aren't in Wild Drift, and so I see where you're coming from, Ryan, when you say that Wild Drift doesn't have as many items for the support role, and so I kind of get where you're coming from now. There's not as many like items that I build that give positive effects to me and my teammates. To be fair, that's also how the kind of started out, right? Because the way supports were initially were they were, they were basically just war bots. And they didn't have like really dedicated items that were particularly good. I mean, like the the initial role was kind of uh, developed because you had three lanes and five champions, right? And so you needed a fifth champion that could have an impact on the game through without gold, right? And so that's why a lot of supports are very CC oriented, right? Because they're high impact abilities that don't need you know, like damage, you know, to be to be effective, right? So. Uh, champion like Nautilus, right? All of his abilities have some form of CC. So, Leona too. Can't forget her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are all good examples. Yep. But this is, um, I, I guess, the point I'm trying to make is when Big League first started out, supports didn't have this like dedicated build paths, and eventually League matured to the point where the item build paths also matured, and then we have these things that exist now. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the Wild Rift is going to go through the same kind of evolution where the build paths just have to mature and build themselves out more. I think Wild Rift will go through a lot of the same growing pains and it'll just be slightly truncated because they have PC League to learn from. Yeah, a lot of the same lessons. 
it took Riot several years to learn that support players exist too, and that they deserve to have fun uh, in the game. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> like, so seriously, up until like season six or some or some crap, like they they just they existed to 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 CC and put wards down and die. Yeah, that was literally it. <laughs> well, alrighty. Trinkets didn't exist until like what was it, season four? Season four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a brief update on the history of League. Emily, I, yeah, you were starting to say something. Do you have any exciting updates from your playtime? Not really. No. We played a lot of games that one day, and we didn't do very well. We did okay. Well, she should have at least one specific update, right? That's true. That's true. And we can get to that. You did some ARAMs, and you did some bot games, and they didn't go the greatest? <laughs> no. Some a couple of them were like pretty even, and then we just lost. Yeah, I feel that. But we did dominate Aram. We beat them in six minutes. Oh yeah, we did. That's pretty insane. Yeah, it was pretty rough for them. First turret was down in one minute. It was pretty insane. That was it was pretty dominating. It doesn't always make it almost never makes sense to rage in Aram. It doesn't make sense to rage at playing League in general. But so, <laughs> getting crushed in six minutes in Aram, <laughs> I'd be pretty mad. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> Ryan the never tilted would be mad. <laughs> six minutes in Aram's fast. What? I am the pinnacle of calmness and serenity. I am unflappable. In the face of adversity. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the the next ARAM we did after that game, the first turret was down at six minutes. So That's pretty crazy. And I was like I was like the last game we played was over by now. <laughs> why is this why is this going so slow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was it the last game mode, yeah. <laughs> Who'd you get to play while you were we, playing? Our out team there? just had what? Well, you can finish your statement, but then I asked the question, who were you playing in your in your games? Like, who, what champs did you play? I don't even remember, dude. Yeah. How do you expect her to remember? They were too fast. <laughs> yeah, too quick. She blinked and it was over. Well, you played Miss Fortune. No, I don't think I played Miss Fortune. Not in ARAM. For her, it was just a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> You played a Riven game, I think. I don't remember, but... Ooh, you played Vi. Yo, Emily's legit fucked up at Vi. She was messing people up with that ultimate. Oh, man. Oh, was that? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, like, didn't know what I was doing. I was just pressing buttons. None of us know what we're doing. <laughs> Some poor idiot had the misfortune of trying to attack us under our turret. And Emily's like, what if... Hear me out. I ult you under our turret. How how would you feel about that? And they didn't feel good. I bet they didn't. I bet they didn't. I feel like there was another champ that you were really good at, and I don't remember now. I'm trying to open my game, but it's not letting me. But Did you download the update? Yeah, I downloaded the update. I did right before we started recording, so I could check my team boost. It was a relatively hefty update. Yeah, I know. It was chunky. But I don't know the game that we did. The game that we did in six minutes, like our team just had had the characters, and they didn't. That's kind of how it shakes out in Aram. 
Oh, Emily had a disgusting Blitzcrank game. <laughs> this poor Kenan was just barely about to get away, and all of a sudden you hear, Brick! And you see her fucking arm just go and pull this motherfucker out of safety back into our team. Oh, man. It was fun. It sounds like fun. I played Seraphine was pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. Seraphine's always good. I think that's it. Those are the champions I remember you playing. So I think it's good. Hold on. I played in ARAM. I played Riven, Caitlyn, Blitzcrank by Seraphine, and then Blitzcrank again. Riven? Yeah, that wasn't... That was not the best. <laughs> Sorry you had to play Riven <laughs> in ARAM. That was our first ARAM that we played that day, and uh, yeah, I didn't do very well. Emily didn't have a lot of champions in that champ pool that she was familiar with, and so I'm kind of like, if you take Riven, Riven's kind of like a uh, Garen-like, and so you'll be able to kind of figure it out. And then I gave her my iPad with Wild Rift Fire up, and I'm just like, here, read the abilities real quick so you have at least a loose idea of what's going on. <laughs> Riven's like one of the most mechanically intensive champions and Garen is one of the least mechanically I don't know how you drew that comparison at all <laughs> Riven, Riven's not terribly mechanically intensive at least not compared to my opinion like somebody like Draven Dave to, to play Riven at the lowest level I would agree that she is somewhat close mechanically to Garen yeah what to play Ribbon at the highest level, she is one of the most difficult characters to play. I, I agree with that assessment for sure. Like, I'm not saying there's not a high skill ceiling for Ribbon, because there definitely is. I have been hunted down by fucking Predator Ribbon, and it has not felt good. So I totally definitely get what you're saying. Like, I've been eaten alive by bad Ribbons. I don't know. I feel like the skill floor for Ribbon is so high. <laughs> I would say that a lot of bad ribbons will kill you anyway. Mm, maybe. Well, I didn't do very well. She's pretty good. She's gotten a lot of like positive like uh, changes to her kit, like some buffs and stuff. And her reworks haven't really given her a lot of nerfs. And so Riven's actually pretty good in Wild Rift. Yeah, I think I think she's. I mean, they just buffed her again. Yeah, I think she's fine. I think I just think she's one of the harder champions to play. Fair enough. I'm not, I'm not just I'm just I'm just saying base level, like as far as like her abilities are kind of simple. Yeah, I mean like she has like seven dashes and a, and a shield and a stun. So like, oh my god, she has so many dashes. <laughs> <laughs> She's ha ha yeah, and then you're dead. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love I love Antonio's Raven impression. Can you do that again? Ha ha. And then you're dead. <laughs> it reminds me of when one of my former coworkers did a Link cosplay from Legend of Zelda and then proceeded to give the entire company a very nice four-minute montage of just different sword strikes and many uh, shouts for positive combat encouragement. I don't. It sounds like I wasn't there on that day. It sounds like I'm kind of glad I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, can one of you, you wonderful lads, log into your match history and tell me what these little symbols next to the games are? Yeah, I'll check it out. It's like all sorts of cool little symbols. I can. Sure. 
Yeah, they update they updated the post game summaries. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the fire and water and coins, is that what you're talking about? Uh so if you look at the match history, underneath the date for match history, like there's a dragon symbol, for example. So that might mean I stole a dragon that game or something. Oh, I don't have a dragon. Oh, I have a dragon. Uh, I have like an A, which I assume is an A rating. I have a four, which is that quadra kill from ARAM that I got with Darius while we were playing. Oh, humble least flex, bro. Chunk goes online. Also, yeah, man, got a flex. But he didn't get a penta kill. Imagine. I'm just saying, I think I found out my backup ADC to Varus, by the way. Bro, I know, I, like, okay, hand. I gotta, I gotta get this out here. I know it is my nature as because of my profession, but God damn it, dude! If you just click on the symbols, it tells you what they, what they mean. <laughs> I'm clicking on them. It's not doing anything for me. And to me, a, a whole window pops up, explains exactly what each of the symbols I have are, and not, what the symbols I don't have are as well. It won't. All right. So now, now I have to click into the individual match to see what each symbol means. And so I wasn't doing that. I was just looking straight up from the overview page. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Good to know. If you click in the match, you can click on your little symbols, and it'll tell you what they mean. Nice. We're learning. Yeah. So it looks like the fire one is something like uh, damage, like probably highest uh, champion, highest damage, probably damage dealt per minute. Yeah. Well, you get a first blood symbol. There's healing per done. <gasps> there's healing per done. Uh, done now. <sighs> healing per what? Awesome. Healing per game. <laughs> oh, got it. That's cool. Oh, wow. They have all sorts of different things now. That's very cool. See, look at all this stuff this patch is bringing. Yeah, that's not in the patch notes either. No, there's a lot of stuff that's not in the patch notes. Yeah, they have damage taken per defeat, team fight participation, gold. CC duration, healing and shielding, how many epic monsters you killed, number of wards placed or destroyed, very cool. Damage dealt, damage conversion rate, damage taken, damage taken per defeat again, damage to gold ratio, gold, mon- oh, yes, they have monster farm now. Number of minions supplemented, I don't know, that's a weird verb to use. <laughs> um, you have better than vitamins. um numbers of uh, number of turrets pushed i really wonder what they mean by number of minions supplemented (laughs) i just told you oh you know what thank you dave i learned so much (laughs) is it the amount of minions that maybe the support is hitting but not killing i think it's supposed to i I think it's probably supposed to express how many minions die around you (laughs) interesting so like where you get the assist gold or like being in the area gold yeah, if, I think it, it may be meant to express, like, if a minion was last hit in range of you, right? So, Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to do some testing. Because, like, unlike in PC League and Wild Rift, if someone gets last hit, you, you know, you both get a little bit more bonus gold. Sure. So. I'm going to leapfrog a little bit, just a tiny bit while we're here, because we're talking about, like, little things about the patch or, like, the game that maybe, like, aren't talked about. Sure. So I found a few things this week that I think are pretty cool. So starting from the bottom of the list of things <laughs> that I have, I have legendary kills in Wild Rift that have banners. And so this is something that isn't true in PC League, but is true in Wild Rift. 
a legendary kill is one step past a penta. It is technically the highest level, quote unquote, kill that you can get. And then after, there's just different levels of legendary kills. Like you can just kind of keep getting it over and over again. But a legendary kill is a penta plus one. That's a thing in PC League. So you kill person one, you kill person two, you kill person three, you have a little bit of time, you kill person four, you kill person five. It's called a hexakill. A hexakill? It was a game mode in big league where you had six people per team and you could get a hexakill. I'm pretty sure you can still even get legendary kills in regular 5v5. I'm just saying, there is there is a term. You can. No, in PC League 2, I'm saying. And no, and the term exists, and you can do those things. But what's interesting is Wild Rift is the only of the two games that has the banner for it and the announcement. Like, legendary kills are even a tracked stat in League, but from what I understand and have been reading, there isn't, like, a legendary kill from, like, you know, like a voice sound bite from the lady. But in Wild Rift, they made sure to actually put that in. And so that was kind of interesting that I found. Um, okay, I found something else. If you go, so you're on your homepage, right? You just logged into the app. You haven't gone into any play modes or stores or vaults or any of that, okay? If you go to your settings and you check them out underneath other, so it goes general graphics sound other on the left-hand side, there's a download section. And there's actually a little bit, a little reward in the download section that you could unlock and you get two team boosts and 300 blue modes. I was pretty sure this is relatively new because, like, this definitely wasn't a thing, like, a month ago. So, it's pretty cool. Right! And so, I, I saw this while I was, you know, messing around with my settings, and I'm like, wait a minute, this seems like something they didn't announce or tell anybody about. So. More team boosts for Emily. <laughs> More team boosts for Emily, indeed. Well. Yeah. But I think it's actually a good thing to put a reward in there because now that I get people looking at their settings and maybe changing things to make their gameplay experience more tailored to what they would like out of it. I mean, if people weren't checking their settings before, they're not going to know there's more reward to, in there to get. <laughs> like, Well, of course not, because content creators like us have to alert people to these little hidden Easter eggs that are in the game. And so thankfully, as content creators, we find these. Well... I just went to my home screen, and there is the little dot highlight over the settings button to let me know there's something Ooh. in there. So. That's probably how I find it. <laughs> I am a, a notification exterminator. So. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> me too. Keep those lights off, goddammit. I gotta pay electricity. <laughs> and by mean, I mean Emily. Yeah. I pay it. <laughs> she does. She's my cute little breadwinner. Dave, are you uncomfortable? Because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Dave checked out five minutes ago, bro. Why would I be uncomfortable? <laughs> Why would I be uncomfortable? Let them express their love, bro. You're not wrong. I'm, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm the asshole here. <laughs> Agreed. All right, I got two more things here, two more, and then you and, and Dave and Ryan can fight, and we can have that as the next segment of our podcast. What about my segment? Um, the uh, Your segment's coming. Hold on. I leapfrogged. I talked about this. I gotta get the Mortal Kombat music ready. So a part of your Amazon Prime gaming subscription will get you free items monthly or every two weeks i'm not 100 percent sure 
Hey, did you just assume that everyone listening has a Prime Gaming subscription? No, but if you have a Prime Gaming subscription, you can get free things in Wild Rift for having it. So, big recommendation that you get your free stuff. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. If you have Prime subscription. Exactly. But if you don't have a Prime subscription, maybe consider getting one because you get free Wild Rift stuff. Because clearly, that's the reason you should get Amazon Prime. Yeah. And if you have one, you should consider using your Prime subscription to twitch.tv slash decleave. Who's that? Yes. And check out decleave because I heard he might be streaming Wild Rift or PC League soon. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll peer pressure him into it eventually. I stream all the time. <laughs> Consistently. He sure does. Every year, at least once. Usually at least up to one time per year. That's a lot. Alright, and the last thing I had for little value-based updates are refreshing and pinning options in the Poro store, which is something that I would like to give a shout-out to my good friend Chunko and my good friend Jim Jim for letting me know that you could do this. <laughs> it turns out in the Poro store, in the, like, shop where you can buy new champs and stuff for, like, real currency and, like, the pay-to-play, like, way of buying things, if you go to the Poro store... You can pin items, so that way you can keep track of them. And then there's also works in tandem with a refresh function. And so if you click the refresh, it refreshes everything you haven't pinned to the Poro store. So let's say you have a pose for a skin that you want to keep, but the rest of them are for things that you don't have or champs that you don't have. You can actually pin the one pose or whatever that you'd like to keep. And then you can refresh the Poro store to get more options that are actually enticing to you. So thank you for you guys for doing that for me. I now have something to chase after my Poro stuff with. I'm just curious. What about the Poro Star is uh, pay to win? Can you buy Poro coins? No, not the Poro Star specifically, but like the store where you go to access the Poro store is the pay to play store. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, which is what I was trying to express. But thank you for asking for clarification because that's a good clarifying point. <laughs> to be To clarify it, the store... Yeah, never mind. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. There's nothing wrong with paying to play. I just want to say that because I have bought Wild Pass and all that shit. There's nothing wrong with paying for the games you love. I mean, also, just I mean, like it's not a pay to pay to win store that you can buy stuff for free there. So true. Yeah, true. So yeah. All right, it's time for our favorite section of the podcast, Emily. Emily, that's me. How many team boosts do you have? I have forty-eight. Wow, that's from progress. Yeah, that's pretty low. But when I open this this free gift, I'll have 50. Damn it. Love to see it. Open the free gift. It's a free gift. I'll open it. So technically I have 50, but I did get it down a lot. All right. That's good. You've been putting in work. We'll put in some more work maybe later tonight. Maybe. Get those team boosts down. Maybe while dinner's cooking. Is that a euphemism? Yes. I'm uncomfortable again. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason. We have to mark this podcast explicit, and I'm pretty sure it's Emily. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've been swearing so much this episode, actually. Yeah, what are you talking about? What the fuck did you just say to me? You fucking heard me. (laughs) My ears. (laughs) My virgin ears. It's not funny. It's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious, actually. All right, Dave. What? 
Dave, it's your section now, and you actually talked to me a little bit about this already earlier. Uh, what's going on in PC League? They released the busted piece of shit known as Nyla. Dude, they must have been tripping balls when they released this champion. Holy moly. And, like, this is even after the champion got, like, gutted on the PBE, too. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Dave said he tried a custom with her, and he was very upset. <laughs> this champion's, like, not okay. So she has she has Yash- Yasuo's dash, um, Samira's interrupt projectiles thing, Oriana's alt. She gets extra experience, like Zillion. It's even better than Samira's thing because she can dodge fucking tower shots. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? It's like Jinx's. It's like Jax's E, but like <laughs> if it were busted. <laughs> yeah, and like, and also on a range champion. <laughs> also, it's like Oriana's alt, but it's it's cast like uh, Diana, right? Where she's in the center of it. That's her alt. Yeah. Yeah, and you get a shield and a heal from it. A heal that scales with the number of champions it hits. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, and if you have any allies around it, because of, her, because of her passive, they also get healed. Yeah. What a wild champion. Yeah. This is a, it's, it's a fake melee champion that also has a range, that has range too, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that too. So so additionally, like I, I thought her Q only worked if you had a champion with it. Apparently it's if you hit a unit. Yep. <laughs> the dash? No. No, her it, it's it's a it's a straight line skill shot, and then if you hit anything with it, for the next four seconds, you get extra attack range, extra attack speed, and your attacks are a cone. And it's also on a four second cooldown. Yeah, <laughs> that's dumb. That's so dumb. Yeah, so it's not even like Zeri counterplay where you can hide behind your minions because if she just hits the minions, her attack just turns into the cone anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. This champion's stupid. And she gets two charges on her dash, too. This champion's ridiculous. Like, Yeah. Also, we didn't have even mentioned her passive. She just is... Le- out- she just out-levels everyone on the map because of her passive. So she's just higher level than you all the time anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I mentioned she's like, she's like Zillion, but... But she's even better than Zillion. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think she yeah. straight up earns more experience for the team than Zillion. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the math, I think, like, double lifted the math. It's like, if she's in a duo lane, she gets, like, 78% experience, and then her lane partner gets, like, 55 or something of what they normally would get. That's insane. Instead of 50-50. It's like... Yeah. It's crazy. All right, what else is going on in the league? Anything crazy? Have splits finished up for the most part? Nah, nah. I start... Sorry, real quick, just to go over Nyla real quick, because we kind of jumped all over her kit because of how disgusting it is. Just to go through it in, like, passive and ability order. So her passive is that she just earns more experience <laughs> than everyone else. Um, and gold or just experience? When she, when she last hits a minion specifically, just experience. Okay. Uh, but it's specifically when she last hits a minion and she's with uh, somebody in dual lane. If she's if she's uh, solo, she gets the just normal experience, right? I think so. It doesn't matter if she gets kills as well? No, it, it, it's only last-hitting minions. Okay. So, so so the way experience works is if you're in a duo lane, you would split the experience from killing a minion. Yep. But because of her passive, instead of splitting it 50-50, you split it like 78-55 or something weird. She, she literally just generates 
more experience out of the ether. She adds extra value. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so that's pretty busted already, right? Because there's a lot of stats that come with leveling up, right? So if you are a level ahead of your opponent, like that matters <laughs> combat wise. Yeah. So that's what her passive is. Her Q, as we mentioned, is an, uh, it's a skill shot, right? Yeah, it's a straight it's a straight line skill shot, but it's uh it's like she slams down a uh, like a whip basically. Yeah, it's like a Lowy thing kind of, right? She she slams it down the line. If she hits anything, right, it it augments her auto attack to be a, a ranged cone in front of her, giving her increased attack damage and attack speed, right? For four seconds. For four seconds, and it has a four second cooldown. So if you hit it, it just is always up. <laughs> I guess as long as you have mana, right? Her W. Uh, is like the Jax Counter-Strike, where it, it makes her dodge all attacks and tower shots, too, randomly. It might even dodge, make you dodge abilities. It might be like Gwen W. I'm not exactly sure. I think it's just attacks. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes you immune to all attacks. <laughs> and if allies enter the veil with you, they also gain it. Yeah, that's so dumb. Um, and so her E is uh, the most reasonable part of her kit. It's uh, And it's not reasonable. A dash that it has a two. It's a dash with two charges, and you can dash through allies. Yeah, I was gonna say she can dash to any target. She can't dash to wards. I checked that. Yeah, uh, but she can dash to minions, champions, both ally and enemy. Pretty dumb. I don't think she can dash to turrets either. No, but she does do damage to everything she dashes through. She can also activate her Q while she's dashing to slam everything in her path. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty dumb. So <laughs> her Q has an alternate mode depending if you you cast it while you're dashing or not. All this culminating in her ultimate, which is, like you mentioned, uh, kind of like a hybrid Diana-Oriana ultimate. Actually, just close, kind of closer to Diana's ultimate uh, at this point. Yeah, but yeah, it's it, yeah. I guess it's closer to Diana, but you're right. Because Diana's has the, the displacement at this point, right? Yeah. So it, it's that, but <clears throat> instead of just doing a shit ton of damage like Diana's does, it also does a shit, shit ton of damage and heals your team and you, depending on how many enemy champions you hit. So if you hit the entire enemy team... You just basically bought your t- your team, uh, you know, a bunch of guardian angels, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, champion's pretty good, really good, it's really good. Guardian angel's a good item too. Although I think I noticed something with guardian angel. I feel like every time somebody buys guardian angel in wild rift, they get the this player plays above their rank wings. It's very interesting. Is it Dallas? I th- I think it might actually be bugged. I don't think they intend for that to work that way but i do understand why it does kind of somewhat translate because good players are more likely to use guardian angel earlier and more often than bad players it'd be interesting to collect some data about it and see if we can figure it out no no no. Um, we, but, yeah. we don't talk about that on this podcast that's work day we don't talk about that <laughs> i'm sorry it's, it's too triggering <laughs> actually we do extensive market yeah. research uh. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot we got shit post, Dave. <laughs> Can you see how happy I am about this? Literally music to Dave's ears. I literally Dave, have not Dave, seen video. Is that a boner? For... <laughs> That's concerning, because like I said, I can't see videos, so I can't confirm Dave doesn't have a boner. Emily, can you please describe to Antonio how happy I am about this idea? In his raging boner. He's so happy. He's jumping up and down. He does have a boner! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! And I thought we were friends. We are friends. I can't believe that you 
are making my fiance describe your erect penis to me. Actually, you did. That's messed up, Dave. Why are you enjoying it so much? We are not a kid's podcast <laughs> at all. I don't know why you wanted to try. Not with that attitude. This is entirely Ryan's fault, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm innocent in this entirely. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not Ryan. That's Chunko. Yeah, I just work here. <laughs> Where's Maria? Oh, hang on. Hang on. Oh, this just in. Ryan needs more information. Anyways, Dave was not happy. Clack, 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 clack. Oh, perfect. It's all updated in the notes. Okay, Dave's not happy. Also, for the audience, Dave did not have a boner. <laughs> Says you. You can only see me from, like, the chest up. I was going to say, you can't prove that. That's true. I'm uncomfortable. Let's go to the patch notes. So we are, we, yeah, we're 40 minutes in and we haven't talked about the patch notes in our patch note episode. Also, this is important that Emily's here. Thank you for telling us you're uncomfortable because now we'll know the audience was also uncomfortable and we can maybe edit some of this back. Wow, I've mentioned twice that I'm com- uncomfortable this episode and you're just like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> cool, I see how it is. Yeah, we don't fucking believe you. Ryan, Ryan. Of all the podcast hosts, people take you the least seriously. As they should. <laughs> Based on our extensive market research. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I also take me the least seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the patch notes. Uh, I'll just go through a few of these. ARAM progression track. So now you'll be able to snow off your snowballing skills to all your friends with ARAM progression track. Basically, they're going to track... The most important part of the patch. Oh. It's the it's the fucking Star Guardian patch, dude. Like, <laughs> like the Star Guardians are here. They are here. Also, did you say snow off? Huh? No. Did you say snow off your snowball skills? I'm mad. See, I was gonna let that. I was gonna let that slide. I was gonna let that slide. It, he did just, say it. I couldn't let the. Did, I couldn't let go, like glossing over the Star Guardians go. But does it actually say that in the patch notes, or is that Freudian? It's a show. God damn it. It does not. It's a show. It's a show. It's the new new in me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's the shining bright Star Guardian update. Anyway. It is. There's a Star Guardian event. It's pretty cool. I'm really excited to maybe get Rakan and maybe get Zaya, the star the redeemed Star Guardians. So But anyways, ARAM is now gonna have ranking like PvP or ranked. And you'll be able to see how good you're doing. Really? Yeah. That's very cool. You'll be able to up your snowball score by playing ARAMs throughout the season and earn new and exclusive seasonal titles once a season concludes, based on your performance throughout that season. And so the ARAM seasons are going to follow the ranked seasons as well. So they're not going to make it any more complicated. It's going to be the same schedules as ranked seasons. Can't wait to get flamed even more in ARAM because I'm jeopardizing someone's someone's ARAM score. Oh my god. Anyways, there's also some controls changes. They are adding a new setting so that you can have anything that isn't aimed or targeted as on, button, down. That means with the setting that abilities that aren't aimed or targeted will activate a few frames quicker. This is something that we implemented a while back for summoner spells and active items, but now are adding it as a setting for some abilities. Let us know how it feels. So basically anything that's not targeted will be able to cast a little faster. So this is kind of freaking amazing. Because uh, there are a lot of, I don't know about any of you guys, but I've been in a lot of scenarios where, like, 
me living and dying was the difference between like the button press being registered. Yes. And so like what this will, <laughs> what this will help do is, is kind of avoid some of those situations by triggering the, the skill when you press the button, as opposed to when your finger leaves the screen. So that's awesome. <laughs> I like, I like that a lot. Instead of having to release the button to activate the ability, it's when you touch the button. And that's awesome. Cause I, I think some abilities also struggle with that by registering accidental double taps. So like, for example, with Nunu's ultimate, I've tried to press the ultimate and then on release it, it registers it as like almost a second tap of the button. And so it not only starts charging the ultimate, but immediately releases it. And that was a very frustrating experience for me. (laughs) So this is, this is called click cast in, uh, in big league. And I think click casting will help a lot. It is quick, quick casting. Quick cast. Quick? Oh, I thought it was click. Okay, quick casting. Yeah, quick. Quick. Yeah, it's it's how... I, I mean, I've played that way since the beginning of time. I've, I've never double-clicked my abilities. Oh, yeah, me either. I, like, I, I can only play with quick cast on. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's, it's just faster. I think it's just better overall, personally, but... I mean... I mean, yeah, I, I mean, okay, so I, there are some... There are plenty of pros that play with their with the targeting indicators on. So yeah, I, I do that too. So like, if I hold down the button, I can see the indicator and then move it around and then release it, and it'll do the thing. Uh, but I, I can still like like just tap it, tap it, and it'll and it'll do it also. Yeah, very cool addition to Wild Rift, and I'm uh, very excited to play around with it and see how it feels. Uh, like they say, Emily, do you have any thoughts or do you have anything that you'd like to add? Does this make sense? What we're saying. I think so. All right, good. No, it's good, because this is something that I think new players, like, might just struggle to understand at first, but I think it makes sense once you, like, kind of talk through it. So I just wanted to make sure what we were saying was making sense. All right, I'll go over the next set of changes. Do it, you won't. You're afraid. All right, so Elemental Rift is returning once again in Wild Rift. Um, and this time, I think it's here to here to stay. It's not a separate game mode. It's in normal and ranked modes this time. So here are the here's the current iteration of Elemental Rift in Wild Rift. The Elemental Rift will transform after you slay the first dragon, uh, and there are three transformations that are possible. We have Infernal, Mountain, and Ocean. Uh, there's no cloud like there is in PC. Uh, so Infernal br- uh, burns brush away and collapses walls. You guys are probably familiar with that. Mountain does the opposite, causes walls and terrain to rise out of the earth, and Ocean makes more brush on the map and honey fruit in in more areas, which is pretty cool. If I may interject really quick here. Sure. This also means that they are doing away with Cloud Dragon officially and PvP and ranked. And that makes me a little sad because I liked Cloud Dragon. Wait, didn't I say that? Oh, did you say that? I'm so sorry. I must have like just blanked out for that sentence. No, it's okay. <laughs> but I assume that that'll mean someday... They'll be bringing it back, I hope, with new and improved like versions of its abilities or whatever, and maybe something new to happen to the map. But it makes me—I'm really sad that Cloud Dragon's going away. Yeah, I, I do like Cloud Dragon. I like—I like zooming around the map. I like the cloud rift, but I can understand why people might not might feel it's less impactful than the other dragons. But uh, hope, hopefully, they come up with a cool Cloud Dragon implementation. They're going to replace it with Chemtech. Chemtech. Yeah, shut up. I was going to say, so one difference between League and Wild Rift is Chemtech and Hextech dragons, right? Those are two dragons that exist in that game. 
yeah, it's about to get into that. <laughs> um, it'd be cool if uh, we got those. Uh, well, there's no Chemtech anymore, but it'd be cool if we got the Hextech Dragon. In, um... It didn't last long. No, it made it like four weeks, and then everyone was like, "This is terrible. Please remove it." And they and did. And they did, which is cool. Yeah, along with the map changes, they're updating the Dragon Slayer system. So every time you kill an Elemental Drake, you get a buff. Each elemental drake probably like the buff itself isn't particularly powerful, but stacking it is very powerful. So if you get all three elemental uh, buffs by the time you're on the third one, your your, your team should be pretty, feeling pretty powerful. They're also uh, introducing. I don't know, actually know if it's introducing or returning the elder dragon. I don't know if it was in previous iterations of elemental rift, but it spawns at 20 minutes here and is the final dragon. Uh, if you kill that, you'll get a Huge buff um, that executes teammates at a certain point. And I'll explain what executes in a minute uh, means in a minute. To go over what the the infernal mountain and ocean buffs are, infernal buffs you get four uh, percent attack damage and ability power stacking. So if you get three, that results in twelve percent uh, attack damage and ability power, which um, it's pretty pretty hefty, getting uh, over ten percent extra damage. If you get the mountain dragon, it's six uh, plus three percent armor and magic resist, incrementing in six plus three percent uh, intervals. I'm like, obviously the three percent is means it scales with something. I'm just not sure exactly what. Uh, but you get six, twelve, and eighteen. Probably max health. Probably, maybe it just doesn't specify in the, in the patch notes. So with every stacking mountain dragon, you get more armor and magic resist. So by the time you get the third one, oh, it's armor and armor. Oh, it, it's probably like like your armor and armor levels then, because in in big league, I think you get like a, a shield based on your max health. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll find out eventually. Um, it just like I said, doesn't exactly specify. It, like I'm pretty sure it's saying you get bonus armor and magic resist. Um, so you get a flat amount plus a percentage as well. Um, so by the third Drake, you should be feeling very tanky. Um, and then Ocean Dragon is really cool. You get three percent missing health for, uh, health regeneration for each stack of the buff. So by the time you're at the third stack, you get nine percent missing health regeneration, uh, which <laughs> you're basically like a mini Mundo at that point, um, and it makes it really hard for the enemy team to to kill you. So, and then all of this culminates in the Elder Dragon buff. So, damaging an enemy for uh, causes them to burn for sixty true damage per second for three seconds. Dealing damage with champion abilities, basic attacks, or Elder Dragon's burn uh, to an enemy below 15% health instantly executing them. So that's what execute means. It means when you, if you deal damage to them below a third, uh, and it brings them below a certain threshold of life, they just die. So this execute ignores shields, but will not affect targets who are invulnerable or immune to death. Uh, so like Zanya's, or if like Bardult comes out, uh, Bard comes out with his ult, uh, or like Kindred uh, with their ult. <laughs> So when Elder uh, Dragon is slain, it grants its buff to all living members of your team, lasting for two minutes or until that champion dies. So it lasts for quite a long time. Hopefully you can end the game <laughs> if you've made it to 20 minutes and have secured the Elder Dragon. And it, hopefully it'll take you less than two minutes. Um, but yeah, that's the Elemental Rift. It's very cool. Oh, sorry. There's a few more things to mention about the dragons. First dragon will be spawning at five minutes spawns non-repeating random elemental dragons and then the dragon will respawn every five minutes as well the first dragon's death will change the terrain to the corresponding dragon's element so if you kill if it's the first drake is infernal and you kill that you're going to get the infernal rift and that goes for every other dragon the dragons will stop spawning 
it. Actually, straight up despawn at 19 minutes if one is spawn if one is there to make room for the elder dragon at 20 minutes. If the timers are such that like you kill the the elemental dragon at like 14 and a half minutes and it would spawn at 19 and a half minutes, it's just not going to spawn because after 19 minutes the elemental dragons just stop responding. If it's alive at 19 minutes and you're still fighting it, it's not going to despawn until uh, 19 and a half minutes. So uh, you can try and sneak that last dragon in there if your team wants. If no elemental dragon was slain whatsoever, then the terrain changes uh, when the elemental dragon respawns, or despawns, rather. So if somehow (laughs) neither team has killed any dragons 19 minutes in the game, when that dragon despawns, then the rift will transform into whatever dragon that was in. Elder dragon will respawn every four minutes after you kill it. God help you if you <laughs> if you make it to the first Elder Dragon respawn. Um, but yeah, that's everything about Elemental Rifts. So I want to go back real quick to that Elder Dragon buff. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I went through a lot. <laughs> it was very dense. You did. But like, it's nice to have something that isn't just Baron to try to end the game. And so like with Baron giving your minions buffs and your ally team buffs for a certain amount of time like generally speaking that was the easiest way to close out a game is just go kill baron go push all the lanes try to win the game right or like group mid try to push all together and like win the game right this new version of the elder dragon like executing people below 15 percent health that's messed up especially ignoring shields and so like this definitely gives a team another dynamic that isn't barren to try and end the game from another unique perspective and definitely is like going to help like end of game team fights i think uh it's also interesting that it introduces another point of leverage and pressure on the map right so like up until now uh, late in the game, Baron's the only objective to go for. So both teams center, you know, group around that and or gravitate towards that objective. Now there are two very powerful neutral objectives on opposite sides of the map, right? And so now teams will be forced to decide which one do they want to play for? Do they want to give one up in favor of the other? And they're going to have to force to think about which one is more valuable in their, their team's situation. And I think it's going to result in a lot of very interesting gameplay uh, decisions and choices. And I think it's a really cool way to increase player agency just by adding, uh, you know, um, this feature to the map, right? There's a whole set of choices that you can make as a player now that wasn't available for you to make before. One of our guests, Abe, would really appreciate that about this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's move on to the next section, which I can cover real quick. Got some updates to Ranked. So Ranked Season 6 is here, and it brings with it some updates and new rewards for you to earn on your climb. As you embark on your climb this season and defeat worthy opponents, they put a lot of emphasis on worthy there. That'll be interesting. I wonder if... Italicized. None of them are worthy. I'm wondering if they're trying to subtly talk about rank rebalancing there and trying to say, like, okay, we're going to try and bring the scrubs out of the higher tiers, but we'll see. No, it's it, it's a it's a joke it's a joke specifically about Fiora because she she says it in a French accent. <laughs> ah, well, that's this season's ranked skin is <laughs> glorious crimson Fiora, so the joke hits. That's fair. And then, along with new seasons, we have a few adjustments to ranked. So ranked marks are now going to extend all the way to challenger. So once you reach diamond, instead of gaining and losing victory points for wins and losses, you'll now gain a ranked mark per win and lose one for each loss. And then to progress through each tier of diamond, you'll now need to earn six marks per tier. 
you'll now need to earn at least 20 marks to fulfill the rank requirements to be promoted to Grandmaster. Holy crap. And then you need to earn 40 marks to fulfill the rank requirements to be promoted to Challenger. And then to make the entire queue more consistent, ranked Fortitude and Fortitude Shields will now persist into Diamond and up through Challenger. And then removing placement matches at the beginning of the ranked experience... And then since we're implementing a lot of new changes, our usual uh, season reset will roll some ranks back a bit further than the previous season to help smooth the transition into these updated ranks. And so that actually affects me. I'm going to be trying really, really hard tonight before the season ends because it ends tonight when we're recording. And uh, I'm going to try and push really, really, really hard to get to Diamond 2 tonight. So that way I reset to Emerald instead of resetting to Plat 1. Do they tell you what you're going to reset to? Currently, I'm going to reset to plat one. Do they tell you that? Or are you just hoping that? Yeah, there's a whole list. And then they're adding a new type of ranked queue. So legendary queue. A few weeks after the new ranked season, we are going to introduce a new queue called legendary queue. This will be an additional queue for you to climb your way through and show off your skill. So it's solo queue only. It's available for players who achieve diamond plus in the existing ranked system. It's only going to be available during certain hours of the day. It's going to share the same season cycle with our existing rank queue. There are six new major ranks, and each rank will have four sub-tiers for you to climb your way through. There's Warrior 4 through 1, Commander 4 through 1, Guardian 4 through 1, Vanquisher 4 through 1, Immortal 4 through 1, and Legend. If you climb to the top and achieve the prestigious rank of Legend, you'll also be given a special global ranking on the leaderboard alongside other players who are able to reach Legend. There will be a separate matchmaking rating in this queue, so the rank and MMR you have in other queues will have no effect on your experience in this new one. And exclusive rewards will be available for you to earn during your climb in this new queue. So this is literally something in Big League called Champions Queue. Okay. Is, is what it sounds like. And how does how does that work? So, it, well, it's, it's better put together than the Champions Queue. Champions Queue is something that... Like, really high ELO or uh, professional players get invited to so that they can basically get more scrim time against better players. The idea is to help to promote talent in NA, basically to help players get better. So China has a similar thing called their super server, where if you have over X amount of LP and Challenger, you get invited to this server. And at the end of like each season uh, in this in this queue, there are like cash payouts to the top finishers or whatever. And it's only open for certain days of the week and only open for certain hours. Nice, that's awesome. Uh, the queuing system is is really really bad. Uh, it's it's basically done through Discord right now. Oof. At least it it is in NA. It's not in, in China, but their their system has been around for a lot longer. The one in NA is it's new to this year. Well, if I had to guess, I would say it's a little easier to implement things in Wild Rift than Big League, and so that's probably why it's not a thing in NA yet, is because it probably takes a, a while longer for them to like update things in the older, bigger game than it does for them, their new shiny toy, for which they thought about, oh shit, we're going to have to update this well into the future, so we should build systems in place that makes it easier. Well, yeah, Big League is all spaghetti code. It takes forever to update. Yeah. It's terrible in that way. But yeah, I mean, that it, it reminds me a lot of, of Champions Q. I mean, whether it was inspired by that idea or, or not, I, I really don't know. But it, it's definitely a similar uh, similar concept. Yeah. So the next thing I have on the list for 3.3 changes is something about Wild Pass. Wild Pass this time is Stargazer Karma. 
and obviously there's a bunch of different rewards. There's like team boost chests, blue moats chests. There's all sorts of blue moats and like little baubles and icons and all sorts of things you can get just by playing the game with your wild pass. And then if you want, you can also buy the upgraded wild pass. So that way you can get basically double the rewards. And then after level 50, you get access to 25 levels of rewards that other people don't get unless they pay for. And so I always buy the wild pass. That's kind of my thing for this game is buying wild pass. And then maybe the occasional skin, if I think it's cool, like I snapped off Renektoy because Renektoy is a great skin, but wild pass if you want to get some extra stuff pay for it if not just play and you'll get stuff anyways and then the events like ryan was saying very early on there's the star guardian and redeemed star guardian events so those are pretty cool and then i want to go all the way to the bottom of this real quick just to talk about ultimate duration adjustments and so oh my god this patch is gigantic Oh, good lord. Okay, anyways, ultimate duration adjustments. While reviewing their systems in combination with the ultimate cooldown changes in this patch, we found that combat-relevant ultimates in Wild Rift have very long durations compared to the duration of engagements. This can potentially lead to very high uptime on ultimates that can be frustrating or confusing when active so frequently. So they've gone through and cut down slightly on very long duration ultimates across the board. So I have a feeling like Nunu's ultimate cooldown got reduced for example, because like, it's like, I don't know, a 75 second timer or something. And so I can use it once every three team fights, maybe every four team fights. You team fight every 25 seconds? There's a lot of team fighting in Wild Rift, I'll say. It degrades to ARAM pretty quickly. 25 seconds is... I feel like your death, your death timers are going to be almost that long. Okay, so, oh my god, this full list is ridiculous. It's like almost everybody in the game. Yeah, Nunu and Wallump. So the original timers for him, for example, were 90, 80, and 70 seconds after being fully leveled. It's going down to 75, 70, and 65, which totally makes sense. I agree. Seraphine's alt's getting ridiculously reduced. It's usually two minutes, 100 seconds, and 80 seconds. It's now 105 seconds, 90 seconds, and 75 seconds. Oh, are we talking about the ultimate uh, cooldown changes? Yeah, I'm not going through everybody because it's almost every single champ got their fucking cooldowns reduced. But yeah, that's what we're talking about. Also, hi, Ryan. Wild Rift is making the same mistake with Seraphine that uh, the Big League did. This is good. What did you say, Emmy? No, I was just saying, I feel like Seraphine's is long, but... Super long. Maybe there's a reason for it. Yeah, that's true. It, it's long because Seraphine's ult is broken. So busted. I think this is a good change. I think like having all these ultimates be on shorter cooldown just will speed up the games, which I think is good for Wild Rift. Honestly, Seraphine in general is broken. Hoping that champion's always a mistake. Uh, some champion's ultimate's durations also got adjusted. Uh, so like uh, Renekton, Nasus, Riven, and Rengar all got their uh, ultimate durations nerfed um, because... They were really long. <laughs> 15 seconds is a really long time to deal with Renekton and Nasus ult and Riven ult, I guess, as well. So that's pretty cool. Are these the Earth changes? Yeah, a bunch of champions got a bunch of balance changes in Earth, uh, which I don't think really matters. No, not really, but that's interesting. All well-deserved, I'm sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like Ari got 5% nerf, Akali got 5% more nerf. Yeah, it's just balance changes and 
earth, whatever. Yeah, random stuff. Random stuff. There's some cool new items. Yes. So the first one is uh, we got so we got a lot of new boot enchants. We got three new boot enchants. First one is Magnetron, uh, which allows you to target a nearby enemy champion within five range, so very close, uh, to dash to them, and then taunt the nearest enemy champion within two range for one second. It has a 90-second cooldown. This effect can only taunt one enemy champion per activation. This taunt only affects champions, and the taunt re- uh, duration is reduced to half a second if the enemy champion has been taunted by this enchant in the last 10 seconds. So you can't just stack them and, and stunlock someone. Uh, but it's kind of like a, a, a tiny Galio taunt. I was going to say, yeah. It's like a Braum dash plus a, a, a single target Galio taunt. Shen has something like this in his kit, right? Yeah, he has a taunt. Yeah, he dashes, and everyone he dashes through, he taunts. Um, so this is a little different, where it's like, where you can dash to to an ally, uh, a targeted ally, so like Braum, um, and then the nearest enemy champion gets taunted for a second. Weird, but also cool. So this is a duo lane thing. No, not necessarily. Um, I, I don't... It's a tank thing. <laughs> you need two engagers. Ooh. Yeah. I think this is I think this is a cool like uh, peel thing peel tool um, like anti dive kind of tool. So like if someone tries to to jump on your eighty carry your hyper carry or something, you can activate this and make sure that they don't kill them. It's, I think it's pretty cool. Also in the peel space, we have the repulsor enchantment. This one knocks back enemies within three and a half range to three and a half range away from the caster. Uh, Yasuo is not allowed to use his ultimate off repulsor, so this is like a tiny Aurelian Soul ultimate. Uh, that does no damage. So if if you're if you're close, you will be slightly less close. Um, this has a sixty second cooldown. Pretty cool. And then the final boot enchantment being introduced is called Veil. So Veil grants nearby targeted ally a spell shield for three seconds that blocks the next enemy ability. This cannot be cast on yourself. This has a five uh, forty five second cooldown. It, so this is like a targeted yeah Banshee's Veil, uh, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of insane. Uh, just also to clarify, the Magnetron enchant costs 800 gold, and these other two enchants cost 500 gold. Get it out of here. No. <laughs> what? Uh, I think this is going to be a really cool... The last one, Veil, is going to be really powerful in, in, in very good players' hands, but I think <laughs> I think very often it's going to be kind of a wash. So, so the problem that I perceive with these things... There's a support boot, right? Yeah, but the problem I perceive with these things, right, is, like, they're basically offloading champion abilities onto boot enchants, and they're, like, taking away the identity of some champions and putting them onto boot enchants. What champion gives a spell shield like this? No, I'm not saying like that. Okay. Also Morgana. Oh, that's fair. Uh, I mean, Morgana's is just a lot more powerful, uh, I think, too. Morgana's shield is busted. No, I, I, I get that, but it's, like... Oh well, why would we pick Morgana? We can just pick X champion and build this boot enchant. I don't know that. I mean, like, I don't. I get where you're, I get the line of reasoning. I don't think these are nearly powerful enough to infringe upon champion identity. Like, I get what you're saying. I don't think these are nearly powerful enough to to get there. Like, because you're like, why would why would we pick Gragas when we can pick the Repulsor enchant, right? You know, like, because Gragas is really fucking good. Is why you could you could buy Grag, you could build take Gragas and build this on him. Like, <laughs> um. I think it introduces like a cool level of like strategic diversity, but I think it'll be interesting to see how these items play out. I'm I don't know how I feel about them being boot enchantments instead of being new items. 
I guess my point more so is not not so much that these specific items may take away from the identity of champions, but it's like a path that could lead to something that does do that. It's a slippery slope, I think, for sure, right? Like, sure. You know, right now it's Repulsor, but like, once it, like, <laughs> what's the next one going to be? Like, a Oriana? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, no. You know, uh, I don't think they'll ever do that, but like, I, th- I do think it's something to be cognizant of. Some other item changes. Uh, boots of Swiftness are going away, uh, and they're turning into Boots of Fury. So the movement speed you get from Boots, uh, boots of Swiftness is going down from 50 to 40. Uh, so they are no longer swift, and you don't get the the passive sleek anymore, which uh, movement speed slows are reduced by thirty percent. You do get a new passive called rage, which might sound familiar because it's on phage. When you attack a target, you get thirty movement speed for two seconds. This does not stack with the rage passive from phage or its various upgrades like Trinity Force or Black Cleaver. So this is cool. Fear boots. How do you guys feel about this? I don't know why Swifties had to die for this. If you build Phage, you don't want this? Correct. They don't stack. I didn't hear into his question, sorry. He, he was asking if you build Phage, you don't want these boots. Correct. Okay. This is someone who wants the Phage passive without building Phage. <laughs> okay. Got it. Can you give examples of champions that aren't building Phage? Like, is, like I, as a tank, I don't think I build Phage at all. So, like, Nunu might, like, want this, potentially. Like, Vayne might want this? Yeah, I think if you're not building Triforce, Vayne might want something like this. I think Jin loves something like this. He doesn't auto very fast, though, is the problem. No, but he he does auto uh, more frequently than two seconds, so you do still get a very high uptime on this. And he does like running around quickly. Um, I'm trying to think of other champions. Basically champions that want to kite and also attack. Yeah. Okay, I imagine Ash like a champion like Ash really liking these boots. Okay, um, especially since there are no Berserker Greaves in Wild Rift. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yep. Okay. All right. So Fimble Winner, uh, Fimble Winner is currently providing too much safety for range champions. So, so we're pulling back on how much shield power this gives when range champions opt into the item, and the shield is going from seventy percent to fifty percent. Cool. They're also adjusting the gargoyle. Boot enchant <laughs> removed all current functionality. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> new uh, gain a shield that absorbs thirty percent of your maximum health that decays over four seconds. The shield value increases by a hundred percent if there are three or more nearby enemies. Deal forty percent damage less damage for three seconds. So I guess they're shifting this to be increase in health to just be a shield. Deal 40 less percent damage. Does that mean you deal less damage? Yes, because you're so tanky. Oh, I'm getting rid of this on Nunu. That's just bullshit. <laughs> no, that's, it's a good thing. Trust. It's really good because, like, you're, you're, like, tanks aren't the ones dealing the damage anyway, but you're getting a shit ton of uh, health. You're, you're unkillable while dealing less damage. You already deal no damage. If you deal less than no damage, like... <laughs> you know what? So here's a thing to note. So I can hit Gargoyle, then hit Nunu's Ultimate, and it'll work because Nunu's Ultimate takes longer than three seconds to charge, and so I'll be able to tank a bunch of damage while I'm in the Ultimate charge-up, and then my Ultimate will go off after for full effectiveness. Exactly. Correct. Even if it did, even if you did less damage while the Ultimate went off, this would still be worth it because the, the good part about Nunu's Ultimate isn't the damage. <laughs> How dare you? That is the good part. That's the only place he deals damage. (laughs) (laughs) 
You don't build AP. Yeah. I'm not building AP. I'm building straight tank. Exactly. So shush. So, yeah. I mean, the good part about Ninja Ultimate is the giant screen-wide slow. Um. <laughs> Your job is not to deal damage, Antonio. <laughs> Go get your stuff out of the microwave, Dave. I'm not in the microwave. All right. They're nerfing Hexec Protobelt. It's really good. It's a, a free dash on basically every champion that builds it. So they're increasing the cost from 500 gold to 800 gold to put it in that Zanyas tier. Because uh, those are very powerful, impactful items. Yeah, I agree. This change is good. Yes. Next up, Hullbreaker. Uh, Hullbreaker is currently being abused by ranged champions in higher, le- uh, higher levels of play, despite this item being designed as an option for fighters. So if you're a ranged item, you get less uh, boner. Ar- boner. Uh, bo- <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> so you get less. <laughs> Where's your head at, Hickey? Where's your head at? Uh, you get less bonus armor and magic resistance, uh, the item owner, and you also get less boner, 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 boner for your, your allied boners. <laughs> Ryan, are the champions that are ranged, are they suffering from projectile dysfunction? Uh, yes, they are. Would you look at that? This has been a, this has been the Wild Rift League of Learning Academy thing podcast. Everybody say bye. Um. <laughs> all right we only have a few more changes to go over we can do this we can make it through all right. we can do this we can make it all right so next up okay i'm gonna do the hull breaker i'm gonna say it <laughs> okay it's bonus armor boner and magic resistance that is gained by the item owner is 10 to 50 based on level it's 10 to 50 based on level but it, now it's 5 to 25 if you're a ranged champion. It's halved. So if you're a ranged champion taking Hullbreaker, you're half as effective. And so that's also true for the bonuses that you give your allied minions. If you are a ranged champion, the bonuses are halved. The boners are halved. Okay. The, oh my god! Alright, so next up is the Quicksilver enchant. Um, Quicksilver has had trouble competing in the defensive space with other actives like Stasis, aka Zanyas, uh, because Zanyas is busted. Um, so, again, removed all current functionality. Now it grants immunity crowd control effects for half a second, which is very cool. Probably should have done that already. And it grants 30% tenacity and 30% slow resistance for one and a half seconds. Note, this enchant can still be used while under the effects of non-knock-up crowd control. So, uh, if you get stunned, it's, I don't know, slept? Can you get slept by anyone in Wild Rift? But as long as you're not knocked up by like Yasuo or Alistar or something, you, sh- you can still use the Quicksilver enchant. Um, so, that's very cool. Those sons of bitches, they removed the Shadows enchant, which, I guess no one was using it, but I think it's a really cool item. It's, they've just, this is basically Twin Shadows as a boot enchantment they, they're removing. I think, like... Maybe we don't need the Shadows Enchant as much anymore now that we have pink uh, red wards because that was one of the benefits of it was it revealed champions and stealth like Akali. But I guess maybe we don't need it as much anymore. What do you guys think? I think that Shadows Enchant was really good and somebody, for example, said it was one of the few ways you could really try and like catch up to Vayne or somebody who's maybe fast and has some dashes and trying to get away from you. Yeah. And so I think the Shadows Enchant being removed kind of sucks. And I think they're right here. Like, it is 
pretty competitive and raw power compared to the other enchantments. Like it goes after two enemy champions. Yeah, it seeks them out and slows them down <laughs> and reveals them. Yes, and when you're chasing somebody down and maybe trying to discover the last person in a jungle that may be contesting like your objective or your baron or whatever, this enchantment had a lot of really good power in it. And so I'm kind of sad to see it go, but I do understand why many low ELO players probably aren't buying this or using it because they can't use it effectively like people who are actually thinking about the game at a different level. Not thinking about the game in general, just thinking about the game at a different level. So you guys remember when I said a couple items ago where they increased Hextech Protobelt's cost from 500 to 800 gold to put it in the same tiers like Zhonya's? Yeah. Well, they also agree that Zhonya's is really freaking good because they're putting it in a tier of its own. The cost is going from 800 to 800 gold to 1,000 gold. It's That's chunky, but Zhonya's is broken. So Also, for those who are, aren't aware, Zhonya's and Stasis are the same thing. Yeah. They are interchangeable terms. Yeah, the effect is called stasis, and the Zanya's comes from the name of the item, Zanya's Hourglass, um, which I guess that's not in Wild Rift whatsoever, so it's just called stasis. All right, a bunch of runes are also changing. I got this. I got this. I'll hit the runes. Go ahead. Yeah, let's do this. So Conqueror, overly dominant. It's getting nerfed. Again. Or no, it's getting buffed? No, it's getting nerfed. No, it is. It is getting nerfed. Okay interesting so the total stacks you can get are being increased to six from five your maximum attack damage is increased from 10 to 30 to 12 to 36 based on your stacks maximum magic damage is going from 15 to 45 to 18 to 54 when fully stacked and then what's being removed when you're fully stacked you deal 10 percent more melee there's seven percent more ranged bonus adaptive damage to champions but what's new is while fully stacked, you gain 8% melee damage, and you get 5% ranged physical dan- uh, vamp and magic vamp. So, I called this a nerf, but, I mean, it's more of, like, a an adjustment. Yes. Right? Because, like, like it's, ner- it's a nerf, like, the, the stack change, that's a straight-up nerf, right? Because making it take longer to get the full stacks is, that is a nerf. <laughs> but, like, uh, dealing 10% extra damage is kind of nuts, but almost 10% uh, vamp is also really nuts so it's gonna lead to some like interesting games when you get like a champion like Jax, uh, who has like a blade of the rune king conquer and ocean dragon stacked that dude's gonna be unkillable <laughs> yeah i think that's fair i don't know yeah I, I i think it's a cool adjustment i think it's still worth taking i just don't think it's the best yellow keystone in, anymore I think that's what's happening is why this is being called a nerf, quote unquote, is what's actually happening is this S plus plus tier item is being brought back in line with the other uh, keystones. And so now it's going to be a little more competitive with which ones you can actually pick. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, one of its competitors is getting nerfed. They think it's an oversight. I think it's cool. Uh, or I thought it was cool, but essentially they're nerfing fleet footwork such that when you're ener- fully energized with fleet footwork, your next attack against uh, minions... Or your next attack will heal you, and that uh, healing is reduced if you hit minions, um, and they uh, adjusted fleet footwork to also do that for neutral monsters as well. It's kind of a big nerf to junglers that would take fleet footwork, so that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does suck. But you know what? I think fleet fuck. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fleet boners. Fleet fuck work. (laughs) 
I think uh, was one of the more powerful <laughs> keystones in its area. So I think this is, again, maybe taking something that's like A and bringing it more to a B so people have maybe some more options they'll be taking. I think this was one of the two or three things you'd put on a jungler. I feel like this targets Graves' jungle. <laughs> um, I don't, what other junglers take this keystone? So, like, I, I've seen this on Nunu before, for example. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I have healing. Some really weird junglers will take fleet sometimes. Yeah. I would expect Nunu to take something like... Uh... I think most people would take Mastermind. Or is this in the same uh, level one as Conqueror? We're talking about the topmost top row. So the keystones. Yeah, so that sucks. Do you want to go over the next one, Antonio? Yeah, I got you. Keystone ca- Grasp of the Undying. So this is going to be a buff. Oh, oh. Uh, kind of a buff. It's more of an adjustment, kind of. And so, Grasp of the Undying... No, this is a buff. This is a straight-up buff. It is a buff? This is a straight-up buff. Well, the range mod efficiency is going down, but I agree. This first buff is, like, really busted. Wait, it's going... Well, I think the I think it's going down because you get so much in total that ranged people still come out ahead from using this. That's fair. Uh, so instead of getting 3% maximum health on your damage, you're getting 3% maximum health plus 10, 20% attack damage plus 10% ability power. And then the range modification is instead of 50% efficiency, it's going to be 40% efficiency. But that's pretty good. Yeah, so instead of getting 10% attack damage, if you're a melee champion, you're going to get 8%, which is still really good. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, like instead of getting 5% ability power, you're getting 4% ability power. Like, this is a very, this is a significant buff to Grasp the Undying. And to, to clarify, this is specifically only on the, the attack that tri- let procs Grasp. Uh, you don't get it on every attack, which would be nuts. Um, but that makes that Grasp attack something for your lane opponent to think about. <laughs> I think this is cool. Oh, yeah. I think this is going to shake things up in the top lane, because right now the top lane is kind of dominated by Conqueror. And again, that's why it's getting adjusted and some of these other keystones are being adjusted as well. So there will be a little more diversity in the field. Yeah. Next. Kraken Slayer, that's you. Oh, cool. Kraken Slayer, this is an item in PC League that is a keystone in uh, Wild Rift. Let's see. Has been less powerful in the later stages of the game than intended. So they're changing it from an on-attack effect to an on-hit effect. This means that skills that apply the effects of attacks, such as Ezreal's Mystic Shot or Fiora's Lunge, can now stack and apply Kraken Slayer. That's big. That's huge. That basically means you can use abilities to stack it now, or certain abilities to stack it now, like Jax's Empower uh, is a good example, uh, which allows these champions to stack Kraken Slayer and churn through the, the stacks a lot more quickly. And on top of that, its damage itself is also getting buffed in the later ranges. Uh, so it's going from 20 to 70, or sorry, 28 to 70 to 28 to 84. So I think that's a huge change. It means it does more damage like raw. And also it does more damage in the fact that you can trigger it a lot more often. Now this might make it worth picking up on champions like Ezreal. Although I still think um, conquer probably is still King for Ezreal. That's a really cool change. I think Tony needed. Um, I'll go on to the next one. Uh, and so the final uh, keystone that they are changing is a red one. So we've had three yellow ones and one green one change. And so we're getting to a red one. Domina- uh, Domination's Brutal. Brutal is OP. Everyone picks Brutal. 
literally like and just to summarize what brutal does now is it gives you uh, bonus attack damage or ability power adaptive based on your what champion you're playing um and it even used to give a uh, pen on top of that so even after they removed the pen and nerfed it it's still really really good because it's just flat damage on every champion which is good you know even on champions like nunu who does don't do damage having this amount of flat damage really helps uh you know your early clear and stuff like that so they are gutting this rune uh and removing the flat bonus uh attack damage or ability power and inc- introducing it basic attacks deal 7 to 14 bonus physical slash magic damage on hit against champions this basically in my opinion makes this rune unplayable <laughs> like yeah, they're definitely basically just changing it so completely that people will be forced to take other options. Like, other players that are a lot better than me can probably tell me and I'm an idiot and why this is still a good rune and fine rune to take. Um, but the fact that it deals on-hit bonus damage, which you can't really scale uh, at all, unlike the bonus stats, it only does the bonus damage against champions specifically. So it doesn't help with jungle clear, it doesn't help with uh, last hitting, it just is kind of. It doesn't help with uh, killing uh, neutral objectives. It just. It's. It's only going to be good on people who want to do things with their basic attacks, and not everybody does. So this is going to be good on like Blade of the Rune King, like Black Cleaver, like champs. Like that's that's it. Even still, I think I still think that like uh, because it's only basic attacks and it's not even like on spells or anything, you're just going to be able to pick other runes that are overall more impactful i just don't think there's a good reason to take this rune at all ever even on champions like Jax. yeah yeah i'm yeah. not disagreeing 100 percent. i think like the situation i said is the only time you're going to want to take it and even then still there's going to be other things you want to take over it in most of those situations yeah. most likely so you're absolutely correct completely, yeah all right let's move on to these jungle changes mm-hmm. also sorry i got a phone call and i can't wait to edit this out <laughs> all right so jungle changes <laughs> junglers typically opted into brutal in order to improve their clear speed since we're taking away how optimal it is we're gonna change jungle clears across the board so smite burn damage instead of 30 per five seconds it's 50 per five seconds so anytime you take smite anytime you're in the jungle you're gonna have burn damage against the enemy creeps or neutral camps or whatever you want to call them the jungle camps and it's going to be increased so they're going to burn down faster the Gromp's base health is getting decreased by 200 to 2,000. Its health per level is going to go up 100 per level. So each time you kill the Gromp, it's going to level up to the next time. And so, like, this first time you kill it, it's 2,000. The second time, 2,100. So on and so forth. So keep your jungles clear so your new your jungle camps keep growing in level and you get more experience in gold. It might not always be linear like that, but yeah, that's the idea. Okay. Like, they might not always gain one level at a time. Okay, that's fair. It might be like time based or like a bunch of other stuff. Well, yeah, it's the the jungle camps are based on the average level of your of your team, right? So if you kill the Gromp at like your team is level three, and then you the next time you kill the Gromp, you know, is like your team's level eight, right? It's gonna be a lot chunkier the next time you the third time you kill it, right? Oh, it can go. You're saying it can skip levels? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, its level is based on the 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 average team level when it spawns. That's interesting. See, I didn't know that. All right, good to know. Good to know. Uh, Red Brambleback is getting a base health decrease by 200 to 2,500, and its health per level is going up by 20, so 140 per level. And then Blue Sentinels also getting the same changes, 2,500 health, 140 per level. And then there's a change to the turret plating system. 
And so, I mean, do you guys want to talk about the jungle changes? It just sounds like they made the jungle way tougher recently, and now they're trying to scale back some of those changes. Yeah, I think they understand that they made the jungle a lot tougher. Um, and also they're nerfing the crap out of Brutal, which basically every jungler took so that they could survive the jungle. Um, so I think there's, it's a little bit of compensation nerf so that people can still not get chewed, like, chewed up by the jungle because <laughs> it's still pretty tough. Yeah. I'm excited for faster jungle clears. I'm not excited for how much faster Morgana specifically is going to be able to clear the jungle with that smite burn damage increase. Yeah. She's going to go fast. <laughs> yeah. All right. So turret plating systems changing. And so basically they're like, we heard that you want more interesting laning phases. So we're going to give it to you. So from zero to four minutes, the mid and barren lane turrets gain 90 armor and magic resist. That's being changed to from zero to three minutes, mid and Laren, mid, 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 mid and barren lane turrets gain 50 armor and magic resist. So they're going to be a little less chonky. For the first few minutes of the game. Yes. And then from zero to four minutes, dragon lane turret gains 40 armor and magic resist for four minutes after the game start. And that's just being removed entirely. Yeah, because they're rolling it into the, the first change. Yep. And so turret plating, now this is being crazy. And so all turrets have plating, and now it's being changed to only outer turrets have plating. And turret plating duration, instead of being permanent, it's going to be from zero to six and a half minutes. Plating number, instead of being three, is going to five per turret. Plating gold is going to be 150 per plating for the outer turrets, and zero for the inner turrets or inhibitor turrets. Because I don't have any more plates. The destruction gold for turrets is going to be global for 75, which is unchanged. Everybody got 75 golds when we killed turrets, and they liked that, so that's staying the same. Local gold for outer turrets, it's 200 per plate. For the inner turrets, it's 350. Oh, my God. Or, oh, is this just for taking the turret in general? Sorry, this isn't plates anymore. Yeah, so essentially, if you are if you are close to the tower when it's destroyed a certain amount of gold is distributed by between everyone who is present, right? Uh, which is why you always want someone, a champion near a tower that's uh, being destroyed. Like, it's cool when minions kill towers, but you lose a bunch of gold when that happens. So, yeah. Current, like, before this patch, if two people were standing next to a tower when it died, they would get 175 gold split between them. Now, that's 200 gold. Which makes sense, because now that splits a little more evenly. Yeah, inner turrets, they're getting a huge buff from 150 gold locally to 350. Those things are very valuable now. Yes, yes they are. So that's the mid turrets, the first and second tiers, right? Just the second tier turret, so... Oh, every every lane's second tier turret. Yes. Ah, okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, and then plating defenses. The outer turrets gain bonus magic and bonus armor based on bonus magic bonus magic resist on health status when the health is no more than 180 60 40 or 20 percent respectively the turret will gain 40 80 160 armor or magic resist so the less health the tower has the tougher it is to take paradoxically the tankier it gets <laughs> yeah that's yeah. hilarious <laughs> <laughs> all right and then early game siege protection. So turrets gain additional bonuses for multiple enemy champions near it within three minutes of game start. Or Oh my god, they upped that from within... It's now within six and a half minutes of game start. Turrets gain additional bonuses if more than one person is by the turret. 
And so if two champions are nearby, it's still 10 armor and magic resist, which is the same. But if it's three champions, it's going from, oh my God, they're decreasing these a lot. If three champions are by a turret, instead of having 250 armor and magic resist, it's only going to have 50 armor and magic resist. If four champions are nearby, instead of 300, it's going to have 150. And if five champions are nearby, it's going from 350 to 250. That's insane. Turrets are going to just crash down. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. Um, I mean, yes and no, because like they're still getting. Um, I think the reason they're doing these buffs is because they're going to get tankier from losing the plates now. Um, yeah, or even more, even tankier from losing the plates now. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting changes. I'm interesting to I'm interested to see how it affects gameplay. I want to talk about this next change. Go ahead, do it. Because I think this is hilarious. I'm mad. So ever since the updates to the trinket system, um, players have learned how to take advantage of swapping between trinkets to gain extra value, particularly from the new control ward trinket. So essentially what you could do is at the beginning of the game, you could swap to a red ward, place it. Um, and since red wards last forever, you know, you just recall real quick at the beginning of the game and swap out to a different trinket. And you just had a free ward on the map until they killed it. They're changing it. So here's the change. Using a trinket will cause all different wards placed by the trinkets to despawn. Example, using yellow or red trinket despawns pink. Using pink or red despawns yellow. This is... Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I like to me, honestly, this seems like kind of a petty change. I don't know like why they care so much. Like, It's hilarious. <laughs> My guess is it's causing problems elsewhere, but I don't know. <laughs> this sucks. I'm mostly mad that using red does anything to my pink or yellows. Like, if you want to make it so I can't put a pink out and then use yellows for the rest of the game, like, fine. I get that. I guess. Like, I don't love it, but I get it. But if you are going to make it so now I can't use sweeper without taking off my other trinkets, like, what's the point? (laughs) This just means just use yellow trinkets all the time because that's where you can get the most vision from them. Ugh, I'm upset. I'm upset. This is the most controversial change, and I hate it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting. Like again, like I said, it's kind of petty. Uh, like, were people really getting that much free information from like having these extra wards out? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it does. It does make the wards that you are able to place, since you're able to place less of them now, more valuable. So, I want to place your wards, folks. Yes. Yes. And now this makes us change a comment that we made before. You are not hard pressed into having to use your pink wards all the time. You can use whichever wards you think are going to best serve your team. And you can communicate about that with your teammates if you'd like, maybe. Or you can just do whatever you think's best and hope for the best. This is probably, this next change is probably one of my favorites in the patch. So, the enchantment switch system. Previously, it was possible to swap between different enchantments. But to do so, you had to sell your entire boot and the enchantment associated and buy a new one, which was kind of difficult because your boots sell for less than you buy them for. Slightly tedious, yeah. Yeah, so you need even more gold to swap boots. Kind of rough. We're making it possible to simply open the shop and purchase a new enchantment whenever you'd like, but adding some additional rules around the cooldowns to prevent some of the more abusive or jarring actions that could happen by switching between actives. Kind of like with the trinkets. While you have a boot enchantment, you may purchase another enchantment directly from the shop rather than needing to sell your entire boot slot. For example, if you have Mercury Stone Plate, you can swap this directly for Mercury's Glory by purchasing the Glorious Enchantment in the swap. Gold cost. The, sw- the cost of swapping. It will equal the cost to buy the same new boot and new enchantment 
minus the gain of selling your current boots and enchantment. So, kind of sounds like it costs exactly the same as it would before. The shop just does it automatically for you now, which I guess is a cool quality of life change. Um, the shop will calculate this value for the player and display the cost of swapping. Cooldown when swapping enchantment. After swapping, the new enchantment will be placed in a cooldown state where cooldown it will equal 20% of the enchantment's max cooldown versus 100% of the enchantment's current cooldown if the player has used it before and still in cooldown, taking the greater value of the two. So this just makes it so you can't, like, yeah. abuse using boot enchants, right? Yeah, if your trinket's on cooldown, like off cooldown, like ready to use when you swap, it goes on 20% cooldown. If it's on cooldown, uh, whenever you swap, you get whatever the current cooldown is. So whatever's greater between the two, you're always going to get the biggest cooldown possible. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's fine too. Uh, it just kind of prevents people from like buying a <clears throat> buying a hex bell or buying a, a, a stasis enchantment, using it, and going back and I don't know, buying another one or buying a, a teleport. I wonder if you were fast enough and you did it right. Yeah, if you could teleport and while you're teleporting, buy a new boot item to use. Oh, absolutely. Like, if they didn't make this change, you you absolutely have enough time to, like, start a teleport and then swap your enchantment out um, to, like, stasis or something. So, yes, that's why they probably didn't do this. That's smart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were points in time where you could do stuff like that in PC League and, you know, they've kind of toned it down a bit, beaten up teleport a lot so you can't do that. <laughs> you can't cancel it so you can't, like, flash out of it or anything anymore either. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you've been able to do some wacky stuff with teleport in the past, but um, Antonio, uh, we are at the end of the page. Finally, do you want to talk about um, the last couple sections? Yeah, we can talk about the last couple sections, I suppose. So, real <laughs> quick, I think in our next episode, we'll try to go over the champion changes. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, at least a dozen. I'm not going to keep counting. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's a dozen things. There's a bunch of skins. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Star Guardian skins. Pretty cool. There's two redeemed Star Guardian skins. And then there's God Fist Lee Sin. Which is awesome. And so there's a lot of cool new skins out. And I'm really excited to get the new Seraphine skin, personally. <clears throat> and then there's a lot of new accessories coming out. So you can get them from, I think... There's special sections in the store you can buy some. There's Wild Pass for some. There's Wild Pass Premium for some. There's some you can get through the various events going on right now. So I think there's two total events going on. One of them is the Star Guardian event, and then there's another event going on. Yeah, so there's baubles, icons, recalls, player emblems, spawn tags, profile borders, icon borders, rift emblems, and emotes. All accessories being released throughout the patch through various methods. And then there's some free to play champion rotations coming up cool thing about the um, the the baubles and the accessories and all that cool stuff and something that is not in this patch whatsoever a patch notes whatsoever uh but it looks like they in introduced an entirely new like collection system um in wild rift uh there's a whole new tab in the menu uh you get like collection points uh and there's like collection ranks and stuff like that uh so that's pretty cool for people who like really enjoy collecting those kind of things uh, and you can kind of see like where you stand compared to other collectors. Uh, so yeah, collect all these things and, and, and boost that collector score, baby. 
They've also done a lot of cool stuff with, like, you can like people's profiles now, and that's not mm. just your allies and friends that can do that. That's also in-game, like, after games, you can check out people's profiles and, like, give them likes, let them know what's up. You can see different information about their profiles. And then also, it's a lot easier to, like, make friend requests or see how often you've played with people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's a lot of cool, like, quality of life updates there. And... You know, uh, we're coming up close to two hours here, so I'll make this quick. These also are in the patch notes, but these are also huge quality of life changes. On the mini-map, in-game now, you can see every champion's uh, health as a little bar around their their icon on the mini-map. So no longer do you have to wonder, you know, if you're ganking a lane, you know, what, what, you know, what health are the enemy champions at? You don't have to move your camera, you know, pan your camera as you're heading up to the, the lane or anything. You can just glance at the minimap and see how healthy every champion is, or unhealthy also. I think that's a huge change. I mean, it probably doesn't affect uh, um, you know, me, who doesn't look at the minimap, but uh, for people that do, <laughs> there's even more uh, information available for you now. Yeah, that change is awesome. I've been using it actively since the patch came out. But also, I would like to add a small little tidbit here that we have taken so long in this episode that I've run out of an opportunity to make a run at Diamond 2. So, I'll see y'all in Plat 1. <gasps> I am so sorry! No, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> the final change I want to mention that is also not in the patch notes um, and I want to say also that this is not a comprehensive list of changes because there could be stuff uh, introduced in this patch that I just haven't seen yet because I haven't played I don't enough think so, anything. but you but know what? The we last thing I want to go over about is anything the post I think we're ready to close out our episode. has been overhauled and revamped. There are so many more stats for you to go look at. Check that out. It's really cool. Um, you get to see a, a bunch more stats and have a bunch more insight into how your game went. Yeah, so let's close it out, baby. Let's do it. All right. Outro, three, two, one, go. All right. Everybody say bye. Thank you for coming today. I really appreciate you all being here. Yeah. Thanks for coming to our extra long patch notes episode. Extra long. And let us know if you if you like this. Um, if you don't like us going to patch notes, we'll never do it again. Sorry. <laughs> truth. Truth. All right, y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Bye.